What's up in the legal tech world? Find out in the Lex Factor briefs. Quick hits on the latest happenings in the industry and discussion from your Lex Factor hosts around their potential impacts on business. Feed your brain and empower your firm at the same time. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Lex Factor briefs. It's your host, Lauren, here. Hi, everybody, and your co-host, Brad. Hey, Brad. Happy Friday. Hey, happy Friday. It's kind of odd. We're not uh, we're not in the studio today. I know. Um, I miss it because, you know, we have that brand new studio that we've been talking about over and over and over again. Um, but as most of you know, today or today, this week was a pretty crazy week. So we wanted to do um, a quick kind of last minute session with you guys to talk about what happened with Microsoft this week. So there was a major Microsoft Exchange server hack and um, huge effect on the legal industry. So we really wanted to talk about it this week, what happened, what you can do. And in all honesty, as much as we don't talk about ourselves and our capabilities, we do have a full IT team in-house. And so I really wanted to pick Brad's brain and understand how we could help with a situation like this or what firms can really do on their own. But um, Brad, I would love if you could just kind of review what happened this week, because granted, I don't understand it that well. And I think you're the perfect person to really explain what happened and how this affected firms. Absolutely. And what you were saying is exactly correct. It was huge. Um, and very scary to be frank. And it's hard to find the information on understanding exactly what happened. And that's why we wanted to have this this quick brief and put it out there for everybody. So let's break it down. What happened? So we've heard about, uh, you know, breaches in the past with solar winds, things like that, that was perpetrated by Russia coming in on our monitoring software. But this is exchange. This is something Microsoft, this is something everybody uses uh, throughout the world. And it was very scary in the fact for a couple different reasons. One, what had happened, let's be clear, this is all about exchange on-prem. This has nothing to do with Office 365. So the firms that are out there that are already in the cloud, it's you don't have to worry about this particular hack. Okay, it's thank really you for, for clarifying those that. Firms. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's hard to find the information, but that's so important to understand. But if you are a firm that has an exchange server on site, that's where the trouble begins because this isn't just your normal hack. This was actually supposedly perpetrated by China. And what is happening is they actually built a way to automate the information inside of your system to build back doors for anybody to collect any information that's stored on your exchange server. So any of your emails, any of your contacts, any attachments, anything that you've ever done with inside of your email, if you have an on-prem exchange, is now open. What's worse, though, is they publish that code. So you don't even have to be a hacker or a a big agency or anything like that to be able to actually utilize this code to, to get this information from firms. So if you're not patched correctly, and Microsoft actually did something, Lauren, that they've never done before, they actually went in their history of old Exchange servers, the ones that have been out of date, the ones that have been... Uh, you know, they no longer support and actually wrote code for them to be able to patch them. So it's it's that serious that they actually dedicated that time to go back and write patches for older versions that are no longer supported. So if you have that on-prem exchange server, that's where you have to be very careful. And, And seriously, this means that 
just about anybody with an understanding of IT and abilities could go in there and steal that information and use it for whatever purposes that they want. Yeah. So I was going to ask, what can they do with that code? They can literally do anything, whatever information they're able to get from you. They can do whatever they want with that information. Right. Absolutely. And just to be clear, you know, some of the common things that are stored on people's exchange servers are contacts, any of the contacts for the firm, emails that you typed, you know, whatever sensitive emails. Reading. Yeah. Yeah. Sensitive emails, files that you've attached to your emails. Those are all all things that can be taken. And, you know, it's it's very severe. This is a very serious item and I don't think it's been clear in the uh, you know on the web and any types of communications going out exactly who's in, impacted and what you can do to fix it um, it's very scary so so what do for yeah you scared me I had no idea how serious this was obviously I mm-hmm. read about it we talked about it what can firms do or what should they do today yeah absolutely so let's let's break it down first. Let's understand, do you have on-prem? If you do, you need to check that box and say you have to take extra steps. So you have on-prem, you're not in Office 365. So there's really five things that I wanna cover with everybody. Um, One, and I know this may be difficult for some, but we're here to help. Like Lauren had said, if you need this assistance, uh, you need to create a forensic image of your system. That's going to tell us if the system actually has a backdoor built into it. Because one thing I want to make clear is it's hard for people to tell if they're actually in your system. It's not going to be, oh, I can see they're sending emails or oh, I can see there's this new user. That's not going to happen. It's going to be a backdoor and how this specific hack works. So you're not going to be able to see it. So you have to create an image of your system uh, and that can be used for forensic benefits to understand and be able to evaluate from a security company if you're actually in that situation and your information has been taken. So that's number one. And if you don't know how to do it, reach out. Um, You can look it up online. You can reach out to people like at Lexicon here to help you with that. Anything, you know, a firm out there. Number two, check for indicators of the compromise. Uh, There's actually a tool out there that Microsoft has published on GitHub uh, to run that will help you to understand if there's any indicators of a compromise. So that's a good tool to run on your Exchange server. Uh, number three, make sure to always install those latest patches from Microsoft. As I mentioned before, they have there's older versions that are no longer supported. Microsoft went ahead and wrote patches for those servers. So go out, get those patches, patch your on-prem Exchange server. If you can't patch, Microsoft has actually published mitigation instructions that you can do to help mitigate it. But remember, the key word there is mitigate. It doesn't mean you're protected. It just reduces your risk of of being compromised. And then lastly, if you do discover that you've been compromised, uh, it's time to go into that incident response plan that I hope you have. Um, There's lots of uh, forms out there that show you how to do that. Uh, understand what information's been taken, reach out to third parties to help with that, Um, you know, whatever you may need to do to understand what level of breach this was. It's very important. I can't stress how important this is or how big of an issue this really is. So those are really the five steps, Lauren, that you you really need to take right away. Yeah. Hey, thanks for that, Brad. Um, Last thing real quick before we close this one out, what else can your team here at Lexicon do to help 
this situation right now, but also looking forward, um, how can you guys help firms prevent things like this happening or prevent larger damage happening when, when things do unfortunately occur? Yeah, absolutely. And this is one thing that I think a lot, it's it's not specific to the law industry, but it's something that people struggle with, Lauren. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's just like insurance with a car. You buy the insurance because you know someday you might get into an accident. And in most cases, you know, I've been in an accident. It happened to me, a uh, car accident. Uh, so it's, you know, from a security perspective, it's all about those proactive measures that you can take. You know, I, I spoke to a firm just recently that immediately was aware of the patch that was released by Microsoft and implemented it very quickly on their server, which prevented them from getting, you know, attacked or or be, or be a part of this particular breach. So it's all about those preventative measures. And what we can do is really take a look at uh, where you're at from a security posture perspective, help you to become more secure so that these things will not impact you. And I know we've talked about this so many times, but let's not be scared of the cloud. You know, this did not affect people in the cloud. It is a much more secure environment because that patching is taken care of by Microsoft in a lot of cases, and it has more up-to-date information. So there's not going to have as many, you're not going to have as many vulnerabilities as what you do on-prem or having to take care of those patches, you know, every day when they come out. So, you know, we can help you even transition to the cloud. We can sell you Microsoft uh, Office 365. We can help you transition uh, over to that. Uh, there's lots of things that we can do for you uh, from a security perspective, but even from a Microsoft to make sure your systems are the most uh, up-to-date that they can be and most reliable. Great. Thank you, Brad. And, um, you know, the other thing that this brought to mind is you, you guys know we have a monthly webinar series, Lexicon Live. It just so happens to be that our April session is going to be covering the benefits of moving to cloud-based technology within the legal industry. So um, considering everything that happened this week, we'll definitely talk to more ways that you can utilize cloud-based software to prevent things like this on top of, you know, what we were already planning on covering in that session. Um, and I know usually we don't do this, but I think given the situation here, you know, if anybody has question, if anybody needs help, reach out to our IT team. Um, Brad, B. Pobble at lexiconservices.com. He would be happy to help you. Um, and we will be here if you guys need anything. Uh, Brad, anything else I didn't add in? No, I think that's great. And it's uh, B-P-A-U-B-E-L at lexiconservices.com. Just to make sure, you know, feel free to reach out, ask questions. Uh, like I said, the information was hard to find out there. Uh, I don't know really the reasoning behind it, but uh, I feel like we broke it down for you so you at least know where you stand currently. So I, I really appreciate the time today for this uh, impromptu brief. Yeah, perfect. And th Brad, thank you so much for just explaining it so clearly. And again, you guys, if you need anything, email Brad. We are here for you. And thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Lex Factor Briefs. We will talk to you next time with hopefully a, a better, more exciting topic. <laughs> talk to you guys later. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Lex Factor. Lexicon takes care of business so you can take care of law. Learn how to build a better practice at lexiconservices.com.